Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. shimmying? Yeah, I was shimmying, because you know why? It's a happy, happy hour. Yes, it is. Why? Because there was no uh, red wave, just a light spotting, as we said. The blue uh, the blue wall stopped the red wave. Yep. We had a bright Cary Lake, dried up in Arizona. Yep. I just wrote that right now. That was doughy. But my point yeah. is, what? Ha- well, how do we end the week? Kathleen Madigan. Oh, we yeah. We can have nice things again. We can. See? There's no red wave, but there's a red head. Yes. Hey, yes. that was actually good, Travis. Yeah. I yeah. just pulled that one out of my ass. Wow. We, miss, we have missed her so much. We she have. is so hilarious. Yep. And there, there was a lot to celebrate this week, and uh, she no one does it like Kathleen Madigan. I can't even, I'm, I, I can't remember what she said now, but you need to listen. Here it is. <laughs> Here it is. Drink up. Oh, because she has a pubcast. Yes. So Subscribe to the pubcast, too. Yes. You can and listen also, to it right after you listen to you know this. What? Pour yourself a big cup of uh, salty maggot tears. <laughs> Drink up, and here is Kathleen Madigan. OMG, I am so excited about our new sponsor, Cook Unity. These are ready-cooked meals. You want to know my first six? Grilled mahi-mahi with oyster mushrooms and steamed rice. <gasps> Vegan rigatoni pesto. Four-cheese ravioli with cherry tomatoes and spinach. Hang on. Climate-friendly chickpea and quinoa bowl. Classic salad nishwa. Lemon-baked tilapia. I don't have time to cook. These, you just pop them in the microwave. Bam, you're done. Go to cookunity.com liberal. You will not believe the quality and the, the, the quantity of different of choices that you have whatever you need vegan paleo pescatarian gluten-free whatever you love they have a delicious dish cook unity is the first chef to you service delivering locally sourced meals from award-winning chefs right to your door every week and it's cheaper than other delivery options so delicious and no cooking required i love that on work nights for me go to cookunity.com liberal or enter the code liberal before checkout for 50 percent off your first week that's 50 percent off your first week by using the code liberal or going to cookunity.com liberal Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Uh, remember someone just called last week and said uh, Missouri is still a red hellhole? And then what did I say? Yes, but there are still great things from Missouri. Uh-huh. Yes, like Kathleen Madigan. Fun! 
triumphant return of Kathleen Madigan to the Stephanie Miller here. Show. Oh, hello, Kathleen Madigan. Hello, hello. <laughs> I'm actually coming to you live from Tennessee where yes. uh, slavery was on the ballot here. <laughs> and how to do. <laughs> well, I was like, well, I didn't get any text about it. I mean, I got a lot of text about a lot of other issues, but nobody... Nobody was hit. Nobody was working the phone banks on slavery. I guess that it it uh, failed. It's the only. Oh, good, good. good. We're, we're yeah. still against that. Okay, uh, it was a close uh, yeah, call, we're but still, like, we're, yeah, we're gonna solidify that though, codify yeah, it, we, so nobody's sneaking slaves in. I know you moved to Nashville. We miss you madly, and we're at that age where we only see each other at funerals, which is very. Very I sad. I had to find out from you that Bud Friedman died. I didn't know. That. Yeah, you didn't. See I that? did not. I missed oh, that. Yeah. But you. Oh. You said. Yeah. Like, you you just did the famous quote. Clear the aisles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, I swear to God, his whole life he just called me. He took Kathleen Madigan and made it Madeline. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I never even said anything. He's like, hello, Madeline. I'm like, hello. Hello, Charlie. Like, I would just call him some other name. But he, it was in good fun, I guess. I'm, I don't really think he ever knew my name, though. And I was up there every night for 30 years. But uh, I know his son really well and his yeah. daughter, Zoe Freeman, and Ross, Mark, and yep. uh, I'm very sad for them. Yeah. I mean, Bud was, Bud was 90. He had a good life. I know. But... He was No, he was great to me, too. I it's a, God, we're such a small community. I, you, of course, were hilarious at Judy Tenuta's funeral, which yeah. I, it's so awkward, isn't it, for comedians? You were like, oh, you killed. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Just such a weird, because well, it's I, not like a I, show, but it's like we, you know, we process pain like everybody else, I guess. And you were hilarious and touching. Well, I and... think, too, if you sit at enough normal people's funeral, like yeah. uh, just non-comedian people in Missouri, wherever, like sometimes people get up to speak and, man, mm-hmm. you know, it's just not their forte, but that's who the person they've chosen. Like I sat through one where the lady was going on about what stores her mom liked to shop at, but there was no context to anything and i'm like you don't we're here to actually try to make i don't know say something right not just you know stephanie really liked the color blue and I don't know. <laughs> so i tried to work on it before because my sister goes oh my god i would never i would never get up and speak i said well sometimes you have to and she's like well nope nope i would never do it i wouldn't know what to say my favorite like, was our I, our conversation at the back of the chapel when you're like, "I'm not a closer. I'm a I'm a strong middle," and I'm like, "You are not a middle. <laughs> well, no, you I'm are a headliner." People, there were people there that were much closer to Judy than I, so I don't think I should have been last. But V, her partner, asked for that, so yeah. I said okay. But I just felt like I was an inappropriate spot. Like, shouldn't that be like yeah. a relative or something? Um, yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah, no, I felt the same way because I was like, I, you know, was a very close professional friend, but I, I felt the same way that I yeah. thought, oh my God, like I, I, you were at the back of the I chapel was. with me, Chris, and I was yeah. like, I'm going to up this funeral. I mean, I have <laughs> a lot of things. I've never had an opportunity to uh, funeral. I don't know. I'm the chick that cries on the radio. Why me? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But, well, Weird Al was sitting there. How come he didn't get up and do nothing? <laughs> 
Because I think, come on, of, man. <laughs> Paula Poundstone was there. I think a lot of comedians aren't. That's what I'm saying. It's hard. You know, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Co- comedians aren't often comfortable processing pain like that. And so you were. No, it's very, it's very awkward. And I cried way too much, but I, I got the words out. So you that's did. all yeah, you can do. Yeah. You yeah. were fantastic. You were. Uh, yeah. She, you said uh, Vern asked me to do a tight five. <laughs> He, he really did too. I was like, "What are you, Bud Friedman?" He sent me a, te- he sent me a text saying, uh, five minutes. I'm trying to keep everybody to that." I'm like, "Oh, don't worry about. It. I am a union speaker. You tell me five, you're going to get four fifty nine on the dot. I never get more than I've been bargained for." So uh, I said, people- "Thank you for getting off when Judy gave you the light, because I swear there was yeah. like a sun came through yeah. the chapel. Uh-huh. It's like that's it, Kathleen, get yeah. off. Yeah, bye bye, chicken pie. <laughs> enough is enough is enough, but." Yeah, it's an awkward thing. Well, speaking of, uh, I was going to say, you know, stuff that uh, Donald Trump, we've, how many how many years have we been making fun of Donald Trump? And yet there is something sad and hilarious, but also kind of terrifying about him <laughs> declaring for president again. How, how did you feel about that whole thing? Um, well, let me put it in the context of my Missouri and Tennessee, uh, my friends that are Trump fans. Oh They've all moved on. Yeah. Yeah. They moved on to DeSantis. Yeah. They've moved on to Ron because they think that he's like more um, presentable, I yes. would say, which I don't disagree with. I think if we're going to say is which person is crazy, we're going to go with Donald. Like which person you may disagree with everything Ron DeSantis says, but he doesn't seem like like a lunatic. Yeah, <laughs> he just seems like a you know, he seems like somebody you could sit down with and say, hey, A, B and C and you're going to get D, E and F back. Not instead of Trump going, I don't care. I don't know. You tell me you're an idiot. Like, I think they're uh, they seem to be happy. I don't even think he really cares. I think he's just going to go ever. I, I really seriously. No kidding. I think yeah. at this point it's about merch. Yeah, he's become he's become a road comic. That's where, why that's why now it's Magaga, because now they have to buy a new hat. Right. Make America great right. and glorious again. Well, well, glorious. I go, ooh, that's going to be hard. Yeah. I don't There's going to be a lot of misspellings. Of, I feel They're like there's going to be a lot of a yeah. lot of rally shirts that say glorious. Glorious. Um, yeah, I, I think he's wants to do the rallies to raise money and, and yeah. sell merch. Yeah. Well, Travis and I have a dream that uh, he will, that we could get the trifecta. He will be indicted in prison and run third party. So there are still, you know, oh, wow. possibilities. We can wow. have it all. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are very, very hopeful, I see. Yeah. I, yes. I, I don't, I've lost faith in the, um, I know the wheels of justice move slowly, but I don't understand how you can orchestrate and then say, ready, set, go to attack on the Capitol and then you get to run again. I, right. What? No, that's why people lose like faith in all this. Like there doesn't seem to be repercussions. Maybe there will be like my dad was a lawyer and a judge and all that. He goes, give it time. I'm like, you'll be dead, dad. How much time are we talking about? Like a decade Um, or or at least tell us that out front. Hey, this stuff seemed kind of wacky. We're on it. Just going to take about seven years. Well, and then it, we don't have to pay attention. No, the fact that we're even talking about someone running for president that is currently under investigation for both sedition and espionage, it's just, I i don't, I mean, this whole Trump era, just, it's like it never ends. Don't you feel like we almost need a restraining order against him now? It's not even like <laughs> politics. It's just... Well, well, he he does spice it up. Um, but I think the rallies are getting more rural and less attended, too, if yes. you notice. It's like yeah. watching a comic go down. They were up here, and then it's going down, down, club, club, 
Oh, 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 can't say oh, that. Oh, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. Caught all that. Sorry. Okay, we got that. Um, yes. Good save. Um, okay. I don't, I think it's just kind of falling apart. Yeah. No, he does have the, uh, you know, kind of the old, I mean, old even, Elvis even vibe. The, even the kids bailed. Yes, They're like, yeah, yeah, we ain't, no, sorry, we did it that last time, it's kind of weird, we're not all in, Dad, and I think without the kids, he, I don't know, I don't feel it, Feel he feels as empowered. Yeah, no, it did have the kind of late stage Elvis sort of, uh, yeah, you're right, like, are there are there still yuck yucks, like, so, like, what's the worst yuck yucks? That's where I started answering the phone, yuck yucks, buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. Is that the worst one? I, is it still there? I'd say yeah. No, I think they're mostly still in Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a Canadian yeah. chain. Yeah, yeah. The, um, I can't even think of the worst ones now. I probably somewhere in Florida. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> I love those my, are all, always the stereotypical bad ones. Yeah, my favorite was that people tried to leave and they the security wouldn't let them leave. So. I saw I saw yeah. that. What about a fire hazard? I'm like, where's the fire marshal? If I want to leave a ballroom, I should be able to leave a ballroom. I don't understand. What if what if you felt sick and you had to go to the bathroom? I don't get yeah. how they did that. And there's video of it. It's people didn't make that up. I mean, that was true. Yeah, when people were people said as a captive audience, we're like, No, no, it was a captive audience. It was like the prom <laughs> yeah. scene in Carrie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you you've kinda lost your uh your knack for speaking when you have to lock your crowd in <laughs> like tell me once you're in you ain't going anywhere oh my god tell me about madigan's pubcast because it seems like uh just the best conversations in every pub everywhere um like for instance in the last one you celebrated tiny liquor bottles is that was that a whole oh you got them right there right with there. you Make yeah, yeah. I, i'm at the same desk i do the podcast these are still sitting here but i think i'm gonna open this one today <laughs> this one's this this one's for the plane. I'm gonna sneak it on the plane tomorrow. Um, yeah, I just I, I started it during uh, COVID because I was totally bored. Yeah. I always said I'm never gonna do a podcast because I don't. I feel like every comedian had one, and yeah. all we do is interview each other. Like <laughs> I just finally stopped going on them. I'm like, there's nothing left to say about comedy. You guys, we're done now. It's all been covered. It's all been covered. Unless you have a different topic, like you guys get into all kinds of different things. It's yeah. not just mm-hmm. stand up. So. I just picked uh, the stories that I think are uh, super interesting that nobody really seems to cover. They're a little left field. Not yeah. like yeah. conspiracy things. Just like, I don't know, the penalties for having wild animals in your home that escape. Stories like that. Yeah. Some guy, uh, right. Yeah, like, interesting like, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Th- this like, one was about a black guy, lynx. There was a black lynx that was escaped. Well, no, he he was wild. He's yeah. actually on his own. But like some 20 some something in Texas had a, a 11 foot long cobra and it got out of the cage and it was just tooling around a neighborhood in Grand Prairie, Texas. And yeah. I'm like, what is the penalty for illegally having an 11 foot long cobra? Like, what if I went out to my car and they love engines because it's hot and there's a cobra? Like, those kind of stories that are just not. I tried to stay away from politics and, just because I felt like everybody was getting yeah. swamped with that. Do you get charged do. like by the inch, like how long your Cobra is? or is there... I, You know, especially, and then he goes, he, the guy actually goes, well, I'm pretty sure it's dead. Well, your opinion of that <laughs> means nothing. You're the one that let it out because you forgot <laughs> to put the lid on, right? And now you think it's dead? What if you, because the Cobra can stand half its body length. Really? So what if you, it's 11, yes, they can rear up Oops, oh, sorry. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that's my. Book. They can rear they up. Can rear, really? 
wow. half of their without benefit of a rear actually but just like they're yeah yeah, like that. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh my! I think my headphone went out. Can oh, you no. hear me? Yes, yes I we can. can. Hear you? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, Don't leave shoot. us in the middle of the Cobra story. I dropped it. <laughs> oh no! Whoa! Whoa! This, this is starting to sound like Herschel's vampire story. This is. <laughs> but all right. Did you hear it? Just say that. Hello. Hello. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs. A gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Kathleen, we keep calling it a big bag of rats. Fight, 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 big bag of rats. You're all equally awful. So that would be the, uh, and then this would be the Trump suck-up caucus, including Representative Ray B. McForehead mm-hmm. and others. And the yeah. I support President Trump 1,000%. I'm very close with President Trump and Governor DeSantis, but President Trump has a unique ability to mm. invigorate our movement, and he'll mm. have my support. I thought that speech last night was incredible, guys. Uh, it was focused. It was disciplined. The tone was serious because we're in a serious moment in world affairs and in our country. Uh, right now, and I think if the president stays forward-looking, uh. outlaying how he's going to build on his agenda and his accomplishments, uh, I think he's going to have a very good run. 100%. Uh, you know, you look at what he did, Maria, before he was uh, kicked out of office. He he had this country going in the right direction. He's not a politician. He stood up to the, the mainstream media. They don't like him. Uh, I can understand that, but he stood up for the American people. Look where we're at now. Okay. All right. Kathleen, aren't we back in the same spot as when this all started? That it's just, as a comedian, you're like, oh my God, this is a gold mine, Donald Trump. And then you just, I I still can't even believe he was president. Can you, like, I just, the fact that. Well, that's like, you know, a lot of the media people, like radio guy, people and stuff would be like, oh, do you do all these Donald Trump jokes? I'm like, I can't write that fast. <laughs> Nobody can. Like if I, let's say I wrote a joke about something he said on Tuesday, but in my mind, I write that joke by Friday. There's been so many other things that have been said and done. People are like, Hey, what's up grandma? That happened six months ago. No, that was Tuesday. That was Tuesday. But he's, he, he, I, I didn't even go to that. Like that. I had to leave, just leave that up to the late night hosts that have 12 writers that can keep up with that because it, it was just right. Plus, on stage, I don't know, there's been only two people ever on stage, if I mention their name, people get pissed off out of the gate, either at me or or it was Sarah Palin and him. Yeah. Like, I can make all the jokes about Mitt Romney or Bill Clinton or there's something, there's a personal attachment to those two 
that I was like, I'm not a fighter. I'm a Libra. I'm just coming in here Me to too. tell jokes. Me too. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm let Lewis do the fighting. Like, there's people out there that want that that confrontation. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do my jokes about uh, maybe Mitch McConnell. Uh, maybe right. Hillary still. Yeah, but I'm not. That reminds me of the, the day you brought Lewis as a, uh, you know, like a dish to pass yeah. in the studio. You're like, as a surprise. Remember, you came in studio and you brought Lewis. And then that was the time some idiot caller decided, right winger decided uh-huh. to call the show. The day Lewis, you brought Lewis in. Yeah. And Lewis just screamed at him for t- 10 minutes. And we're still laughing yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably not. Lewis isn't the guy to take that call. Well, I mean, depending on what is allowed to be said on the show. I would put it that way. What is, I don't know. That's an interesting sociological thing because you play all over the country. What is it, do you think? What is the personal connection to Donald Trump that I makes it personal? I don't, I don't know. I don't know why. Like one lady in Florida, she was kind of a drunk grandma. You stood up in a balcony in a theater somewhere on the, on the Gulf side of Florida and said, Kathleen, I love you, and I love Sarah Palin. Don't make fun of her. I had not said a word except Sarah Palin, comma. Now, if the lady would have listened, my joke was really about the the gist of it is there's no people in Alaska. I'd have more respect for you if you were the game warden than I would <laughs> if you said you were the governor because it's a lot it's a lot more dangerous if you're the game warden. It's a stupid joke. It's silly, innocuous. But that lady was so upset because she, like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah. you can't love me and her, and you're at my show, so I'd pick me if I were you. You right. can't. Which one is it? I don't know. With the Trump thing, you could do any other Republican, any other Democrat, and people do not lose their minds. I feel there's like, something about Trump. I, I know this is going to sound snotty, coastal liberal elite, but is, is it an education problem where they're just like, oh, I want people that sound dumb like me? <laughs> I just can't. I don't understand what the connection is. I, 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 it could go back to the, you know, George Bush. People are like, I'd like to have a beer with him. Right. Well, right. You might want to have a beer with me, but I shouldn't be running anything. <laughs> I mean, just because I seem fun, which I, I am, you but are. that doesn't mean yeah. I'm qualified to like work at NASA. Like, I don't understand that leap. When people say, I think George Bush seemed fun too, the younger one to have a beer with after golf at a country club. I get it. Right. But 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 what what is that next level where I defend him like I would my brother? It's weird. Yeah. Also, he was an alcoholic that doesn't drink. So that right away. Well, didn't make... back, back when he used to have beers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> go, let's go back when he used to have beers. Uh, Michael in the Bronx, you're on with Kathleen. Hey, Mike. Hello, Mike. Oh, no. Uh, oh, oh yes. Hi. Okay. Go ahead. Oh. Okay. Um, here's the thing. I was hoping for Democrats to pull it off. All right? I was constantly optimistic. Obviously, I'm a big deal of Republicans getting it. But I feel the need to remind everybody about these Republicans. Should have picked up on when they say, oh, the people are concerned about the economy. The people are concerned about inflation. They want to wrap this stuff about crime, which we know that's a racist tactic. Mm-hmm. But Moving forward, we should all make like either, um, what's his name, Joe Madison, saying you saying about all this stuff, what the bleep are you going to do about it? Or if you want to go Janet Jackson, what have you done for me lately? Put huh? these Republicans on the spot. 
Okay. And all right. All right, Mike. Thank you. We've had enough Kathleen. singing on the phones today. <laughs> yes, I, think, I think that concludes yeah. the musical portion of the show. Uh-huh. Um, Kathleen, what was your reaction to the midterms? I, I loved how they, I, I just was talking about how many times I saw someone mansplain how uh, little ladies aren't going to care about Roe anymore. That was months ago. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, I always say, I call anybody under 40 and I say it like Michael Jackson. Uh, Michael Jackson used to go, the children. So I say the children, when I, and I mean anyone under 40. If you, if you upset the children, you're going to pay a price. Right. And I think they got up. I don't think like a lot of things would bother them, but that they were like, oh, no, you can't tell me why I know. <laughs> no, no. And good for them. They got off their ass and, and then went, sorry, Russia, no, and then no, they went down ass. there. No, ass is fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They went down there and um, voted. I kept calling my friend Kathy, who lives uh, in Georgia, asking about uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene going, Kathy, how is this even possible? And she's like, you don't understand the, the people that live around here. And then she explained to me why she was going to win again and she won again. I was really hyper-focused on that. Yeah. And the other one, Lauren, like I shouldn't Bummer. even care, but I'm so focused on, can we just please get rid of that, the super idiots? I'm not asking for <laughs> the regular every idiots. idiot, not regular idiots. I just want the super, super idiots. We can't continue like this, but she won. Yeah. Marjorie. Yeah. 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 Lauren Bobert, what's going on with that? Still, I don't jury's know. still yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, I Nobody still, knows. Yeah, I mean, I, that, it's still not called yet. Yeah, but it's it like it's Bobert keeps getting pulling more and more. It's ahead. looking more like it's yeah. going to mm. be her. So, one more, oh, one more clown really? for Kevin McCarthy to deal Sorry, with. Sorry for the idiot caucus. Perhaps one more. Um, Carol, uh, Carol Maloney talking about. Uh, well, let's go to Sean Patrick Maloney. Yeah. Sean Patrick Maloney. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, sorry. What we need right now is we need uh, enough people on the other side uh, to believe in things like. Um, like that love should matter and and marriage equality um, should be the law of the land. Now, you know, there's a lot of people to thank here. I really do want to thank Senator Schumer. Uh, Tammy Baldwin's been a hero for years to me and to others. Um, but also the Speaker Pelosi, who who had the vision to put this on the floor and demonstrated that there was bipartisan support for this. Just I can't believe we're having to debate these things again. Right. Marriage equality and having to pass stuff because, again, like they didn't Clarence Thomas say it that, you know, we're coming for that next after Roe. These like, you know, they said, yeah, marriage well, equality. I, I believe Mitch McConnell voted against the yes. thing that like because his wife, it's it's not just it, I think him and Elaine Charles would not be able to be married. Right. If, and he voted for that. Right. I think I, mean, I, I don't know what Claire- we do when, when you're like. You're living that law, and you just voted against yourselves. Like, I hope I he and Clarence Thomas realize they can just divorce their crazy wives. They don't need to. Their wives are awful, but they could just divorce them and not, you know, ruin everyone right. else's life. Yeah. Right, but uh, it's too. It's too late now. They're a hundred. They're sticking that out. <laughs> <laughs> they got nowhere else to go. <laughs> right. How do you replace Jenny Thomas? I mean, come on. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, they're stuck with it. I, I don't even when we've gone to that level where people are actually voting against what they're actually living in yes. their own house. Yes. Like you voted yourself out. Right. I don't know how we change their mind. Yeah. Rich in Indiana, you're on with Kathleen Madigan. Hello. Good morning, Mama. Thank you. Um, I wanted to offer an idea uh, around what has been called surveillance capitalism and how that related to our midterms and the gerrymandering. 
and also how this goes back to us having been targeted in the 2016 election uh, through Data Analytics was the name of the company, I think, the British Corporation, there was a whistleblower. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And so what we are having happen to us is our lives online being mined and them knowing exactly how to come at us. Additionally, they know how to draw the maps because of what we've got online. That was this morning and something that was uh, a book that was being described. Let's see. The, the title is Unrigged. I don't have the author. And they know how to get at us in ways that are so perverse and diabolical. Additionally, one last thing, please. Okay. We've got an attorney general here in Indiana. Mm -hmm. uh, his name's Todd Rakita. Mm -hmm. And attorney generals are in charge of this kind of stuff. Additionally, we have something that is absolutely describable as Hoosier toxic masculinity. Okay. And Mike Pence I, came I from like, our I, I feel like, toxic Pence, masculinity. Oh, I feel like that might be way too many subjects in one. I'm not sure. I felt like there might be a test. There might be a pop quiz, and I wasn't really. You weren't prepared for it? No, I was not. Toxic no. masculinity mixed with redist out, redistricting out, and also gerrymandering. Yeah. You stayed that, out drinking the night before and didn't study uh, for that test, right. did you? Right, and then there were also data uh, analytics involved. Yeah. Kathleen, did Indiana you follow? AG. Did you follow? You know what? I need to hear the Well, first. you know, it's like Lewis, Lewis, my friend, the comedian Lewis Black. Lewis is livid and has been for like five years about gerrymandering. Yes. And like every time I talk to him, I just called to talk about Monday Night Football. He will launch into this <laughs> gerrymandering thing. And I'm like, look, Grandpa, nobody understands that. You need to find a different topic where people can go, oh, okay, it's how they draw the maps, Kathleen. I go, I know what it is. But I am tired of listening to your speech. Go do something about it, Lou. But that is true. That is what's happening. Yes. No, I it mean, is bad. It is bad. I just, yeah. I, yeah, feel I, like the, I feel like the Herschel Walker vampire story was more understandable. Oh, Would God. you like to hear? You're one of the best writers, you know, in the country. Do you feel like there's something you could do with this? We won't subject you to the entire two minutes, but just maybe a, little, a few, a little oh, bit. I didn't hear it. Yeah, oh, let's yeah. hear it. Oh, oh didn't yeah. hear it all. Oh, oh, you ever watch a stupid movie late at night, hoping going to get better, don't get better, but you keep watching it anyway? Because the other night, yeah. the other night I was watching this movie, I was watching this movie called Fright Night, Freak Night, or some type of night, but it was about vampires. I don't know if you know vampires cool people are they not but i'm gonna tell you something that i found out a werewolf can kill a vampire did you know that i never knew that so i didn't want to be a vampire anymore i want to be a werewolf but then anyway as i'm watching this movie and then you tell you how stupid it is because it's one in the morning so i'm watching my tv are these kids watching their tv or a vampire kill on their tv what? So you know okay. it's kind of stupid. Know. Maybe there needs to be a department of men watching, uh, people watching men watching women watching scary movies. What about vampires? Something. I don't, Kathleen, I don't. He's running was for that the out Senate. Loud? Did he say that out loud? At a campaign rally. rally. At a rally. At a campaign oh, no, rally. it went on for two and a half minutes. Yeah, yeah we, I, we only played you like 30 seconds of it. What was the point? No, that's, that's the I point. I asked that same question that's about two and a half hours ago. At the very end of the story, he gets to how the vampire hunter's stuff doesn't work on the vampire because he doesn't have faith, and he says that's why this country doesn't work. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I don't It doesn't make any sense. I like that he just like was like, vampires, werewolves. Yeah. Um, no, it was... All, we don't even... I knew yeah. that would drive you insane as a, a, a brilliant comedy writer because it just is one long setup that goes on and on, and there's no punchlines right. anywhere. You, that, and then, you could just and take then, the setup on stage and just read that. You don't even have to write stuff. You got to stop every now and then and let people regroup. But like that went on fast. I'd have to see that on paper. 
That went very quickly. I had an ex that used to just like put out generalized concepts like that. And then when I would do a punchline, she'd go, oh, we wrote a joke. I'm like, no, you just said no. like, cabbage. That was like a concept. It wasn't even close to what? Yeah, I don't. We wrote a joke. Okay. I don't. He's going to. Oh, he's wow. Funny. I got to go. Re- I want to go listen to that online now slowly. I'll, I'll send you a link to it. Okay, we're gonna send okay. It to freak night, fright night, freak well, night. some kind of night, some kind of night. <laughs> that was one of my favorite lines in the whole thing. Way to go, Herschel. Oh.